0: Shazam? Peacemaker. What a joke. I'm nobody. I came because I had no choice. I came to save my own and the people that I love.
1: truth. Justice. The American way. I'm
0: vengeance. Hello and welcome to Elseworlds DC Fan Podcast. My name is Jordan and with me as always is Chris. How are you, Chris?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, It's exciting to be here and Got to give you some props. The new video is pretty awesome. Uh, it's a cool intro. Thanks. Give Everybody give some credit to Jordan, because that man is logging in the hours, doing the doing the thing for the show, the new backdrop. I'm loving it. So I, I'm doing great. Let's get it going.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, yeah, so we're going to start with our... We'll, we'll do it the same way. Two episodes this week. Arrowverse update. This will probably be shorter than than the last one and then our other plan is penguin trailer uh some creature commandos and then of course the main event talking flash rebirth um and our thoughts all on flash rebirth so that's what we'll be diving into but i guess we'll start with my uh aeroverse update which was um i got done Crisis on Earth X. So that is complete. Um, I have some thoughts on this, by the way. Okay. Uh, Okay. So what I'll share as well is that uh, somebody on our Instagram, when I posted I was watching Invasion, said that the next one is the best and talked about, um, you know, it being crisis on Earth X, and I will just say I straight up disagree with that. Um, so I maybe it was because it was built up like that. I I thought it was overall good. I'll say that. I think overall it was good. It wasn't like um. It wasn't like bad or anything. It's still I I would say probably the second best of the crossovers maybe. My main issue with it is I really like the first episode with, you know, Barry's wedding and everything. Um, and I think the last episode was pretty good. I just have some complaints and the main complaint is uh, don't kill Stein. Not sure why they did that. Yeah. Um, even though it was emotional, I will say it was emotional, but they could have just had him ride off in the sunset. If he was leaving, I don't think they had to kill him. And the other complaint I had is, and maybe you can answer this. Chris, why is Ray not invited to Barry's wedding when they've met and they've had tons of conversations? He was in an episode of The Flash.
1: Yeah, it's, but Sarah it's a problem some, for me, too. It's a problem Sarah for me, too. and some too. others are invited. especially, Especially because Felicity and Ray have a history and Felicity and Barry are friends. So they're kind of friends by association on that front as well. So Ray definitely should have been invited to the wedding. I think it's a bad taste not to just invite the whole Legends. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I think you know I, how I we all saved that.
0: Earth together last year. Well, not all of you are invited.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know I I think a lot of it was probably plot wise they had to figure out how to get Ray in there later to save Supergirl. Um, but I feel like I feel like you can get yourself out of that writing corner pretty easily so I don't know I I had some issues with it too I found the the Nazi stuff a little jarring um
0: yeah it really comes out of nowhere uh, it really comes it, out of nowhere and I think it's it's fun at first when I'm like oh okay this is gonna be Oliver and supergirl is evil but that quickly runs out of fun like that yeah it overstate its welcome
1: I it, it's just it's it leaves a weird taste in your mouth it's it's a little it's a little hard to uh they're a little too evil um and the they're, their they're char- characters that you recognize as the good guys and then they they put them in the alternate versions and it's, it's a little jarring i thought that it was an emotional really good told story I like Leo um, from Earth-X. I think that's pretty cool stuff. Um, There's a lot of cool things in here. I like the Alex and uh, Sarah hookup. I thought that was... Yeah, that made sense. Um, But I I think they didn't stick the landing in the middle of it, but the ending of it was really strong. I actually have emotional connections to Crisis on Earth-X for another reason, though. The morning after it aired, originally, my dog, Hummer, died. And I had stayed up all night with him. Hummer was sick, obviously. He had a vet appointment. That was the ironic thing. And I was like, well, he's got a vet appointment in the morning. Let's see if we can get through the night. And it just it, he didn't make it uh, to even get, go to the vet. So that... So I was thinking about that when I'm watching it, and that has nothing to do with the show, but I can't think about Crisis on yeah. Earth X without that. Was, that stuff just,
0: sticks with you. You know, yeah. like there's there's times where I can remember what I was watching at like a tough moment in my life, and you would like to think that you can like revisit it years later. Like, okay, so there was this I was in a car accident when i was little um on the way home from uh the beach and uh i don't know i was probably like middle school and it was just me and my mom my dad and my sister had driven uh separately and we got in an accident and it was while i was watching uh spider-man 2 special features on a portable dvd and it took me years before i was able to even turn on those special features again and i'm a big special features kid i love watching the special stuff on the dvds when i buy them and all that. and it took me a while to be able to watch any of those because it just every time i thought about it it would be uh taking me back to the accident it wasn't even a bad accident it was just kind of scary especially as a kid well yeah but it's
1: jarring and it's going to stick with you
0: yeah. And it can affect how you, uh, you know, the mindset you're in, even if you rewatch this thing years later and you can't help, but think about, Oh, that, you know, that happened when there. So yeah, sometimes we're all bringing our own like baggage into when we're watching these shows.
1: Yeah. I gave my dog goose. A, I gave my dog goose a little extra loving this morning. I gave her a little extra patting behind the ears. Um, you made sure our breakfast was good. Yeah. I, this <laughs> I was very thoughtful of that, but um, the, the, the th- crossover itself, I wouldn't say that this is the best, but the stakes for this one are through the roof. And I think that's what I appreciate about this. They really swung for it. They really went for it. And I think they delivered on pretty much everything they promised. Um, I, I did have a bit of a problem with Oliver and Felicity hijacking the uh, impromptu wedding. It was a little,
0: a little weird, huh? You know, Where she's it's, like... I know you're yeah. about to say I do, but can you actually marry us, too? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well,
1: how hard would it have been to just say after that, hey, since that was so beautiful and we're inspired by what we just saw, can we do that, too? That would be different than, hey, yeah. let's let's be part of this thing. I, Especially when the, the, they just were invited to a wedding that got interrupted by an invasion from another Earth. Come on, guys. I... I don't know Felicity and, and Oliver were very annoying in this crossover. They were very annoying.
0: They had already ruined the rehearsal dinner when she yells out, "Not, I don't want to marry you," and I'm like, I, "I'm like Oliver, why are you even asking that at somebody else's wedding right now?"
1: Well, Oliver. So there was one scene that I really liked in this when Oliver's like he's going to do this. And they're like, how do you know? He's like, cause that's what I would do. Yeah. yeah. And I was like that. I like that. I, I found it a little weird that Oliver was the de facto leader of the group. When I think Barry kind of would probably be the leader connected to the most people in the group, I would think. Um, and he has superpowers. I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, Barry and Kara could both arguably be be the leader, but Barry knows the most people there and has the most relationships with the people of the group. So I don't know it's not a little interesting. I think Barry kind of takes a backseat to Oliver sometimes and it kind of annoys me because I think Barry is the better hero.
0: Well, I think it all comes down to the Iron Man effect. And what I mean by that is um, they're the first ones to launch the universe. So they make them the de facto leader of uh, of the team. Uh, yeah. So it seems like that's why they kind of do that for like Oliver and because um, you're right. You think, you know, Barry even was the what leader during invasion, uh, mm-hmm. even though that was kind of played for jokes with him following everything uh, <laughs> that <laughs> Oliver says anyway. But I, I want to get your thoughts here on, I guess something else that kind of stood out to me about the uh about the crossover i guess is um and i just like that i just lost my thought let me see if i can bring it back but it was um i guess yeah i, I guess the, the bad thing about these crossovers at, at times it seems like it's being driven by you know what character they want to put in center stage right so like like we said you know, Sarah gets invited to the wedding. I don't remember her ever interacting with Barry prior to Invasion, while Ray, you know, has that rapport. But it's like, of course, they wanted to focus on Sarah because she's the leader of the Legends. So they, you know, they, they want probably figure out like who they want to break off into groups and then try to think like, all right, so we got to do it like this to play it out. But I, I think, like you said, there's other ways to do it without writing it. And I guess the good thing about it is that like the Legends episode felt like Legends because that's when all of the Legends actually appeared? And the Flash episode kind of felt like the Flash because we got um, – well, no, it didn't actually. The Flash one didn't really feel like the Flash at all. It was uh, – Supergirl felt like the Flash because right. <laughs> we had Joe, it, it was, we had uh, Bobby, yeah. we had everybody for that.
1: Well, the wedding should have been the Flashes episode, you would think. Yes. I, I yeah. this is my big complaint with the crossovers. It should just be one big episode that you can watch on Netflix. Um, but the way it's broken up into seasons, you can't do that. Um but I had a bit of an issue with um I had a bit of an issue with Sarah Lance being invited too, but I will say that She's connected very much to Oliver and very con- and to Felicity, and Oliver's the best man, right? So it, yeah, it kind of makes I didn't sense. Yeah,
0: but like, I didn't invite my best man's friend. No, you know I get saying? it, like, but it's, it's weird.
1: I'm, I'm just so trying you know? to come up with a reason. Um, try, Come up with a reason, but yeah, the Legends really don't have that strong of an attachment to anyone in Central City. A Stein Stein. actually, Stein Stein should big one, yeah. Stein, and I think Stein was invited though. Stein and Ray were, yeah. Because that would have screwed up. Yeah,
0: were invited. Now, if they were not invited, I would have. That would have been a problem. (laughs) They They should
1: have just invited the whole Legends team. You're right. I'm trying. See when when you, you bring this stuff up, I'm trying to justify it because I love Sarah so much. I almost if you didn't bring it up, I don't think it would ever cross my mind. So well, I'm like, that's, oh my god! I...
0: They probably didn't. It probably didn't cross their mind when they're writing it. They're yeah, like, we love Sarah. Let's. We gotta have her in it. We want to hook her up with Alex. So this is how we'll do it.
1: Well, um, they definitely had that. That I felt a little frustrated with the whole Alex uh, Maggie thing because I thought Maggie was so perfect for Alex's character. Like they were, and it felt like they just found a way to write her out of Supergirl.
0: Well yeah, they they just and came up with the kids thing. Yeah, out of nowhere. yeah. It
1: came out of nowhere and it became the big thing, the driving force that wedged them apart. But I remember at the time the actress got another gig and that they wrote her out of the oh, show. Is
0: that
1: why? Yeah. That it was it was a thing. But I just was so frustrated because it was like, I really like Maggie and her. I thought they were like really compatible people. So I was just like it's, I was right. I remember watching it when it aired going, well, that was quick. Um, so, and the idea of, Oh, your sister can really drink it. Nobody can outdrink Sarah. I was like, well, I don't know. That's, that's something you should be leaning into as a writer of a show for a character that you're trying to portray in a good light. You know, <laughs> Sarah kind of works, but Alex is like, Oh God, she's going to be a drunk, isn't she? You know, that,
0: yeah, that line didn't really pay off anyway. Um,
1: I did get a kick out of uh, Sarah asking how was her uh, rear end because she fell out of bed in the morning.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And, like, she didn't even need to say that, but it was so Sarah Lance to just say that. And I, I was just like... I, I was like, that's kind of a dick thing to say in front of her sister, but... right. right. <laughs> like... And then it's oh, and Kara's like she's perfectly fine. I mean, she is an assassin, but
0: <laughs> yeah, my my main my main thought about Alex in this crossover is it was good to see her with these characters, but it felt like she was written kind of differently. She she was much more stumbling, bumbling mess. But I that's the thing;
1: she's around. so confident. She's so confident in the Supergirl series. In the Supergirl series, yeah. she is shaken by her breakup with Maggie, but she's still Alex. He's still the driving force of that show for the most part. I think Kyler Lay is as important to that show as Melissa Benoist. And when Supergirl falters, a lot of the time it's because they didn't write Alex into the
0: story. Moving off of the crossover, just kinda of like the start of these seasons here. I I you know, I was kinda of actually surprised that Wally left. And I think I read he's going to be teaming up with the legends this season, which I did not see that coming. So I see how that even happens. I thought maybe that would happen in the crossover then, but uh, the
1: legends writers didn't see it coming either. It's not the most (laughs) well done thing.
0: Um, so I I guess we'll, we'll have to see him over there. And then I see he does come back every so often in the show. Um, guess that was like, they're like, we have too many speedsters right now and Barry's at the top of his game. We got to move Wally somewhere. Is that why you think they... I, they I did think
1: that? it was a money thing. Two speedsters on the show got too expensive. That's what I'm thinking it is. Um, I, I don't like the way they did Wally in the show because I think there's so much more you could have done with the character. And the actor does a pretty good job. And the connection with Joe and Iris could be explored more and then we have to act as if it's really deep and like it's really developed when it isn't um and then while he gets treated a lot like uh it's superman and lois the cushing's other daughter it's like yeah, he's there sometimes um just out of nowhere i i just don't like the respect that they gave the character to be honest
0: I really liked Wally so far, so I guess that's why I was shocked that he was. Oh, uh, I agree out. with you. I so, like
1: Wally. I don't think the show gave him the love and respect yeah, that yeah. he needed. Yeah.
0: So it'll be uh, interesting, I guess, on on how that continues. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and then they bring in uh, Ralph Dibney, right? Elongated man. That shocked me, and I know he got he got fired for tweets and stuff is around when that happened. I saw that on Twitter.
1: Well, I hope that doesn't ruin the drama of the later of the season for
0: you. Okay. Um, No, I mean, like I can I can kind of separate the the actor from the work, but it's just I've actually really enjoyed Elongated Man.
1: I I thought Elongated Man brought a breath of fresh air to the flash. I thought he was a character that really developed and you really started to root for the guy. And he, he was a lot of the emotion in season four. So I'm a big Ralph Dibney fan of what they did on the show. And when he got ridden off, I was like, God dang it. I really, I was like all that for, for nothing. But um, it was, he's a character that I really liked. And I thought season four with the thinker really awesome because it was different but it was still kind of about speed it was just a different kind of like oh we got to figure out how to get to the pocket dimensions i don't know if you got into that point yet no
0: we haven't yet no so okay. the last thing i've seen it was like the episode right before crisis was um when they actually figure out who the is and how he's you know and, and barry gets like in trouble for like stalking him and gets the restraint Oh the yeah, yeah So that, that was all very fun and I've kind of liked not having a speedster as a as a breath of fresh air as a villain the,
1: There are things about the season that I love there are things about the season that I hate. When he goes to jail like it's a little uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm going to stop talking <sighs>
0: I heard he went I heard he goes to jail and and that was from I think they show that in the end of season 1 when he's going through time or season 2 when he's going through time they show him sitting in jail and they also show um you know like the legends and they show like all those things that are like to come later on and the-
1: You're going to get series, to that so. whole story right after the crossover so in fact, the episode, Flash episode, right after the crossover, is one of the most frustrating scenes in the whole show. And we'll get there when we get there.
0: <laughs> Good to hear, I guess. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, I guess with Legends, I was, I was, you know, I, the, my favorite episode. I think so far of the show is the ET episode. I really liked that one a lot.
1: That um, was amazing. They, that they were, they were like firing
0: that, on all cylinders.
1: Well, episode. first off, any any Ray centric episode is going to be a mm-hmm. good episode, because Ray is just awesome. Um, and the little baby Dominator was mm-hmm. adorable, and the musical thing—it's just—it was one yeah, of those Nate, things. Where, Nate hitting Nate on, on his uh, mom, <laughs> <Ray's yeah>. mom. <laughs> Which, and then uh, kissing the Dominator, but thinking, "Oh God, that was that." There was yeah. a lot of good there, and I I thought that that was. Really, when Legends kind of found itself, because Legends was like, "Oh, we can do these inventive, cool stories. We can get wacky with it, and the characters can be like the running gag about Nate and built the Billy Joel al- album the whole time." Yes, you know? yes. Um, stuff now, I'm like a that. Billy
0: Joel fan too. So that was
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it was great. it was cool to see character development in these little ways. They they started to know the characters. I I. I wonder how your rankings of the characters of legends have changed for season
0: three. That <sighs> they've largely stayed the same. I think, um, I, I'm very frustrated with the way that they handle rip in the sense of him being so disconnected and him being, uh, you know, kind of like anti legends for a bit there. um, not sure why they felt like they had to go that way, but that kind of sucks. But, um, I, I think largely it's the same. I would have, uh, I forget who I even had number one, Ray, I guess. I had yeah. Right. Ray, you had Ray still number Ray. one. Um, rip seasons one and two is still up there. Um, so I, am not going to rank him cause he's not part of the main cast. He's a special guest star now. So I would say out of the core legend, I have a number one, Stein number two. I guess I'll have to change that soon. And then I have Nate number three. Um, those are kind of my rankings, and I guess Jack's number four.
1: I can't get you on the Sarah trade. I can't get you on the Sarah trade. No,
0: she's she's not. It's not like she's bad or anything. It's just she doesn't really do much for me. Um. So I have I've heard I don't Mo, get that one. <laughs> and then, you know, depending on the episode, Mick is, is funny.
1: Uh, Mick's my least favorite character.
0: Um I guess also I didn't really like I guess I was happy to see Snart in Crisis, but the fact that he like sticks around and he acts totally different than regular Snart. So I wasn't really digging it. And what I mean by that is like, I don't know, it's because he's more heroic and he also felt like Wentworth Miller just couldn't bring the, when he's acting snart from earth one, it's like a very snide, cool, you know, everything
1: sounds like this.
0: Yes. Yes. But like crisis snart wasn't like that. And I wasn't digging that as much but uh, I, I thought you wanted cool that too cool for make. a school. Right. Exactly. I need, I need regular snart back.
1: You wanted it to get chilly in here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All the puns. <laughs> so, you know, that was kind of a letdown is like, I was like, Oh, they're snart. And then he was acting totally different, which I get it. It's crisis. It's a different act. i totally different, but I was just kind of—I don't know. Does he come back as like it's hanging around? He says I'm, he's going to stay there. Is he in any of the shows? As yes, that? Uh, Planet yes and X no. One?
1: Yes okay. and no. I'm just going to say yes and no and move That's on. That's
0: fine. That's all I need. I, I.
1: I <laughs> so he's uh, kind of like Wells, where they do whatever version they want to do, whenever they want to do it, and oh, you'll still. That was-
0: that was the thing i lost my tra- train of thought on was uh, why is it earth one Eobard and how is it earth one Eobard uh, being reverse flash, like SS flash? Like what is, is it after, is it after they reset it with Sarah and after they defeat him in legends, was he freed? Flash, he fine now? Even though Eddie is
1: dead? uh, So, the thing with Reverse Flash is he keeps popping up and he always has a way out. Um, I think Flashpoint reset that particular Flash. That particular Reverse Flash. So, I think Flashpoint Season 3 resets Reverse Flash. And then that other one on Legends, technically the same character but he's the one who didn't take over Wells, I guess. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it's confusing because like I, I get it if it's a time remnant. Like, I get it because that's how he showed up again in season two is, you know, he was a time remnant. Um, reverse flash. So I get, if they're at, like, a different stage of life, I understand that. But, like, he recalled acting like Wells and he recalled all of that yeah. stuff to Barry. So it was kind of, you know, kind of weird. Um, At a
1: certain point, the show stops explaining why he's in all these episodes. Okay. Uh, Because he's going to just keep coming back and keep going. I mean, I think he's done now. I think season eight was it for that reverse flash. But he's a problem all the way until season eight. Okay, the show cool. kind of uses Reverse Flash as a crutch. When the I do show like, gets boring, they bring out Reverse Flash.
0: I do like him, so I'm I'm fine with that. It was just kind of like a question I had because, you know, they explained it very well in season two, and then I even understood it in Legends. They're like he mentions Barry taking him out of time, so I know it's the same one from Flashpoint. Well, he and shows then, up
1: in Legends in the last season of Legends, so it really, yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's it's getting a little uh, confusing. I think there was a time when I understood it and I think I did what they wanted me to do. I think I just stopped caring why.
0: <laughs> you know, it it probably happens when they like change showrunners and they're like how do we explain this? Uh don't worry about it, you know.
1: Well, when Eric Wallace comes into the Flash, the Flash starts doing things that I just like I don't get it. I just it's like I don't get why you would make that choice. Um, so when Helbing is gone and Eric Wallace is a showrunner, it's definitely a different show,
0: yeah. So, uh, that was that just quickly before we wrap up this. I just want to say season six, it's all right, I guess. Um, the Diggle storyline taking on Arrow is not really doing it for me. Um, and I was wondering how they were going to do that with the crossover and they just didn't really explain it. <laughs> so
1: That's what uh, they do.
0: <laughs> so I was like, all right, that's fine. That's cool. I'm glad it's Oliver under the green arrow then. And then Supergirl season three, I was very frustrated with like the first two episodes. She was like, really, she was really down. Like she, I, cause of the breakup with mon and him leaving and, stuff but like she was really like it was six months later and she was like really giving people attitude and i was like oh my god like chill out yeah they but... started
1: to play around with car not being bright and chirpy
0: yeah and the problem not is she was
1: she was so bright and chirpy that you can't turn it all the way the other way um it, it just doesn't work and um i like supergirl season three so stick with it um have you gotten so you haven't gotten the bad the villain of season three have you Supergirl. Uh,
0: I don't think so. I mean you I have it. I, I think it's the next episode. I think they tease well, I don't know. The one the one girl that's Lena's friend with the yeah. daughter, that's Rain. Her. That's her. Okay, so yeah. I saw her realize she's a Kryptonian. And that's yeah. the last thing I've seen of her. So. so
1: she's the big bad. Once that starts, the season turns and gets exciting. And there's an epic Epic showdown between her and Supergirl at, in the middle of the season. That is just like, I. It's like wow. They put all of their budget into that episode. It was incredible. Um, so that that's I. I'm looking forward to talking about that next time. Um, with Arrow season six, I just think the show beats up its characters. Like Diggle, they just they put him through the ringer for absolutely no reason. The whole. Um, drug problem too i it's it's getting yeah. a little frustrated they did it feels like they, what they did with laurel they they treat these characters poorly for no reason and oliver kind of gets off scot-free with the writers a lot of times it feels like so um that's my thoughts on arrow season six not my favorite season of arrow
0: yeah, I think if we're quickly doing an Arrow ranking for me, I would have Season 2, then 1, then 5, then 4, then 3. And I can't say 6 yet, because I don't know. But that that would be my ranking. So. I, I
1: think ours are about the same. 3 might be a little higher for me. Um, and we've talked about that. I like the mm-hmm. Raja Ghul stuff, um, even though it was clearly a Batman thing. Uh, but, yeah, I, yeah, but... Season six of Arrow starts off without good faith in the first place. And the reason that's the case is because they have this epic cliffhanger at the end of season five. And then the expendable one dies. Uh, William's mother dies. That's it. That's it. That's it. No. Like if one of the major characters had died with her, it would have worked. But it... I cannot tell you how deflating it was to wait all summer for season six. Speculate who's going to be, who's going to be. And it's the one they could get away with. It's the one they yeah. could get away with without changing the show. No, do not set up stakes and then not deliver on them. I thought Arrow season six could not recover from that beginning. I, 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 it left the, out of all the things in the Arrowverse, it was one of my sore things. It's not like I wanted to see any of them die. It's that once that show show decided that there were no stakes, I didn't care.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um, so we'll we'll wrap up the Arrowverse talk, but uh, it was, um, I, I would say I really dug. Like I said, the the wedding episode was a lot of fun mm-hmm. for the crossover. And oh, I, I mean, really it, like Kara singing running home to you uh, was Perfect. awesome. Perfect. Really love that. And just seeing the characters interact, I didn't need them to fight. Actually, I'd be more fine if the wedding episode was a crossover and, and they were there and there was just no fight. Like that would be totally fine with me. I
1: was a little confused about how Oliver and Cisco were such simpatico that uh, Cisco, I need a breach right now. And they just like, Right where yeah. you need it to be. It's like you work with Bolivar that well. I know Cisco's awesome, and Cisco is my favorite Flash character, not named Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, same, but I he's so important to the show. And when he's gone, it's just not the same.
0: Um, but I can't really imagine it. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I guess I'll have to.
1: Honestly, honestly, he plays off so well, plays off Barry so well that when he's not on team flash. Barry is a little less likable all of a sudden. And it's not that I dislike Barry, it's just, it's a little less likable all of a sudden because you don't have that playful bounce off of Cisco. Um, and they try to get it with other characters, it just never works. But Cisco is so cool that he barely knows Oliver Queen, and you're a right where you need it.
0: Yeah, I think it has to be that they out more than we ever see right like yeah uh, yeah, f- yeah Between these episodes they're hanging out uh because they'll they'll don't be as if like how does he know what a breach is right Steve oliver never seen that it's because of like the um i guess just the talk that they do at, at off the camera where they update each other on their lives
1: in the later seasons of the these shows where the crossovers kind of stop happening They come up with the females, uh, the women of the groups, they have like a book club, Mm -hmm. like a monthly book club together. So, I mean, they come up with ways to make it seem connected when the crossovers kind of slow down. Um, I miss the crossovers because they were a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's probably... There's only more left, I think.
1: Yeah. Let's see. There's Elseworlds
0: and Price is Infinite, right?
1: Oh, wow. Darn. Yeah. It used to just be a thing you waited for every year.
0: Yeah. Well, there's nothing to cross over anymore. There's one show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's not even one show technically. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, once it's yeah, once it's over. Um. All right. So we'll wrap that up here, and uh, our next episode is going to be Penguin Trailer, Creature Commandos talk, and then the main event, Rebirth. So let's dive into that.